welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazy knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod friends, episode 25, Indecision Strikes Again. On today's episode, we've got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Stuff I Am Watching on the Internet, and Repurposed. All right, off the needles. This is all you. This For once in like six weeks, this is me, people. And I can't <laughs> tell you how happy I am that I am not telling you yet again that I finished nothing. Bask in the glory. Woo, yeah. <laughs> I feel so accomplished. So I finished um, the pattern Out of Darkness by Boo Knits. And I did it in the uh, lace weight alpaca BFL that I was test knitting. Okay. Um, I was testing the yarn, not the pattern should specify that and uh, it was it's the stuff that was hand dyed in bc and oh the vegetable one yeah onion okay. and coccineal which is actually not a vegetable it's a bug oh yeah and anyway, i'm not sure exactly how you get the dye from the bug but it's a bug dye <laughs> that much i know so i like it i, I did beads on it because that's what the pattern called for okay so give us a, a pattern review and then a yarn review so the pattern was fine um I didn't realize because I, I think I've mentioned before that I have a problem with reading the pattern all the <laughs> way through before starting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the way the pattern is laid out, and I just looked at the picture, looked at the yarn requirements and the beads, and said, okay, I'll do this. <laughs> Not really thinking I should read the pattern. So I, okay, so I cast on, so I flipped over the page, and that's where the first, you okay. know, the cast on instructions and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the body of it is in garter stitch. Okay, before I love you get stitch. before you get to the lace repeats, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And then I flipped the page, and it also has instructions for the stockinette version. Oh, so basically, this pattern gives you two shawls in one, sort of, right? It goes garter stitch section, and then if you wanted to do it in stockinette, mm-hmm. so it really pays to go through the whole pattern <laughs> in case you don't want to do it in garter stitch. I'm fine. I like garter stitch. It was easy. I didn't have mm-hmm. to purl <laughs> or hardly had to purl at all. So that was good. That was the the bonus to that. But, you know, I was just like, what? Because at first I was like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm flipping back and forth. And then I was like, oh, there's two versions. Oh, okay. Were you looking at the pictures and going, mine doesn't look like the pictures? Yeah, I was. I was like, why, why is mine in garter and theirs is in stockinette oh well whatever because <laughs> you know that shouldn't concern me at all uh so anyways but once i got over that hump it was good i did not use the uh charts i just used the written instructions okay that's always nice when they offer both I, yeah as a test knitter that has done test knitting written instructions are a pain yeah well these ones were easy like it was a. Uh, you know, you're, you're edging, then there was like a f- five to ten stitch pattern repeat in the middle, so oh, okay. I just, once I read the things, I was like, all right, just go, 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 nice. and then the edging on the end. So it was all right, um, and I, let, I didn't mind the, re- the written instructions, didn't bother me that much. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, and the yarn was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't split. Oh, I nice. used I used pointy and blunt needles at various stages of this operation as I came across. Oh, I need a different needle size for the bind off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, all I have is this, like, stump <laughs> to, to use to bind off. Whatever. And it was fine. No splitting. I had to rip back a little bit of it because I might have screwed up. And it was fine to re-knit it. It didn't all stick together. and nice. It was all good. You know? Soft, hey? Like a soft. So nice. Oh. So nice. Um, oh, and back to the uh, the pattern. 
Mm. I'll just skip around here. So the bind off, they give you two options for the bind off on the same page. So I had both options before <laughs> I picked. Um, and you can either do the pico and ed- edging mm-hmm. bind off, or you can do just a really loose bind off and pull out the points that way. And I was like, okay. I've never done a pico bind off. Oh. I'm going to do that. Right? Because I like the way it looks. That's cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. Famous last words. It looks so nice. I, I love a pico bind off. It looks great. It is not fun to do it. It took me literally like four hours to bind this thing off. It yeah. doesn't help that there's a bunch of stitches, but because you're like cast on three, bind off five. Cast on three, bind off five. That was the yeah. entire bind off, but so worth it when I was, well, also blocking was a pain. Oh, really? Oh, my. There's so many points. Oh. Like, this thing is pointy. It's on my Rav page, and maybe I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. So if you want to look at it, Check it out on my RAV page. I took some pretty decent photos, I think. <clears throat> but there's so many little, like, points that you have to pull out, and then you're, like, mm-hmm. having to adjust it constantly. Oh, so you get balanced, and oh. Yeah. But it was totally worth it. It looks great. That's, it looks really hardcore. It looks like... <laughs> really? Like, if you had shown me this five or four years ago when I started knitting, I'd be like, nah, I could never do that. <laughs> totally did it. Yeah. So, the Pico Bind Off is worth it. In the end, mm-hmm. but it takes a long time for binding off and and for um, blocking. So keep that in mind if you ever decide to do a pico bind off. Totally yeah. worth it, but a lot of investment. I did a Holden years ago. It's my PEI Holden on my RAV page. Yeah. And it's got the pico bind off. And is it ever beautiful? Yep. Is it ever a pain Oh, yeah. It should come with, like, a public service announcement warning. It People should. bind off. Beautiful, but painful. It should. <laughs> I told my mom that I might lend her this shawl if she wants to wear it. My cousin's getting married in the summer. Oh. Um, she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's my style. I'm like, listen, mom, it's everybody's style. It's hand It's hand Come on. <laughs> yeah. How else are you going to impress everybody else? Yeah. You uh, find the dress. To go with the shawl. And I might put it in a... This might conflict with the lending it to my mom. <laughs> I might enter it in the uh, craft show. In, oh, for Stampede. For Stampede. <gasps> for the, the showcase. Idea. I'm not sure when the wedding is. It might <laughs> That might not work. Because also mm. the wedding is overseas. So, so <laughs> priorities. Yeah. Blue ribbon. Or give Your to my mom. mom might feel awkward wearing it. Yeah. I'm going to go with possibly putting it in the showcase. Yeah. She uh, can wear it to the next wedding. We'll, we'll see. I don't know what the timings are like, so we'll have to yeah. wait and see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really proud of this shawl. It's like be. a super cool, one of, one of the best shawls I've ever knit, I think, in a lace weight. And do you like the size? Because I, I think you were using smaller needles. I do. So you it didn't have it, quite enough yarn. It's a shawlette. It's definitely a shawlette. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a lot of yarn left over, so I could have used probably bigger needles. But whatever. Hindsight's it's twenty twenty, and I was not better safe it. than sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's better mm-hmm. to have too much than to be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to knit really fast because yeah. I'm running out of yarn. Help, help. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a just a shawlette. It's fancy but modest, you know, like classy, right? Like you, just the color you, you would can't, be classy. You and... can't wrap it around yourself. Okay. Like, it's not that kind of a shawl that'll, like, keep you warm. But mm-hmm. you can put it around your neck, and that would keep you temperate. I'm, I'm, yeah, stops the drafts temperate. down your neck, and it's an yeah. art piece, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a, people would be like, that's really nice, or 
I really hate that. That's hideous. I don't know. If you or say nobody wears hand knits anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me, I kick your butt. <laughs> That's what my mom said to me when I started knitting again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, in a way, it's it's true that nobody... They used to knit because it was cheaper than buying mm-hmm. stuff, especially post-war. I read an article about this. Especially post-war, it was way cheaper to knit like a sweater with your... Because you would trade in your little coupons for yarn. Okay. And you could knit a sweater for cheaper coupons than you could if you bought, bought the sweater, sweater with the coupons, right? Hmm. So they used to be super cheap, and that's why everybody wore hand knits is because... It was economical, It right? was economical. And it, these days, it is not very economical. No. No. Not in time. Not in terms of time and materials, depending on what you're trying to knit. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I can buy a nice wool sweater... Probably for fifty seventy five bucks. Mm-hmm. I'd be hard pressed to knit that for fifty to seventy five bucks, unless I found a great yarn sale. Yeah, and then the you know, time, right? And then the time to do it. But it's still worth it to me, so whatever. Yeah, because it's special, right? It is special. So guess who in my family isn't getting any hand knits? Mom, <laughs> mom, mom. <sighs> my mom requests hand knits, but she wants them in acrylic because it's easy to care for. Oh, well. She is the queen of shrinking everything. But you got to appreciate be, that she actually requests. If it can be shrunk or felted, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom has done it. Yeah. So she's got like, she's got Fentex socks that I remember her knitting when I was a kid, like five or six, right? Yeah. They're, they're hideous colors. Blech. But she wears them to keep herself warm. These, and she still has them, no holes. They have worn like iron. Yeah. When the world comes to an end, the only thing that's going to survive are cockroaches and fentex. I'm telling you, like, (laughs) I don't like the way these socks feel, but they are hardcore. Yeah. They're indestructible. They are hardcore, man. Holy moly. Generations. Hand me down. Yeah. No kidding. Family heirloom. I'm going to inherit these. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. So. That was my off the needles. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Okay, show me your knits. How about I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, still working on my second hitchhiker. Right. Still absolutely love it. The red one. The red one. Yeah, with I think it's rhubarb. I think we defined one- it as pie as yes. opposed to yeah. flat. Yes. The yeah. rhubarb pie color. Yes, not and, plant. And it is it's such a good pattern, and. I love to take it when I'm, you know, out and about knitting. And anywhere I go, I always get compliments on nice. it. Oh, that looks so complicated. And it's like, well, yeah. it's not. But thank you. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> That's complicated if you don't know how to knit. That's true. If you're just looking at somebody making something with two sticks and a piece of string, like... It'd be like me looking at somebody that's like a calligrapher and yeah. being like, that's impossible. Yeah, and I can't do that. Yeah, it's all skills. <clears throat> so yeah, so cool. absolutely love the Hitchhiker. Excellent. Everybody should go out and buy the pattern. She's a genius. Yeah, the Hitchhiker pattern is pretty good like when i look at my stash all i think of is i can make a hitchhiker out of that and that and that it's really good because you can use it with like just a like a very tonal yarn yeah you know or a really crazy variegated yarn and And it would look good in both they've been doing using self-striping yarn oh that's good and so you know the it kind of starts out with big stripes and then smaller and smaller and it's just it's really a neat pattern yeah it's cool that would be cool. It would be cool to do it in like a sour ball. Yeah. If you know, like a people soft... have done it. It's so oh, beautiful. Oh, I bet. I bet. So beautiful. That would be cool. Yeah, I did uh, Wingspan, which is a similar but not quite as sawtoothed. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, oh, yeah, this would be good in self-striping yarn. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll have to do that. Hmm. That's cool. 
That's good that you're enjoying it. It's still easy. Still love Potato it. Potato chip. Uh, yeah, it was my second one. Very few things have I actually knit two of, and I freaking love yeah. this pattern. Yeah, I don't think I've knit two of anything other than, like, socks. Yeah, you know? like, there's a reason why so many people have made this pattern, because it's awesome. Awesome. That's cool. So what are you working on? Oh, well, I'm still working on the Hopwood uh, uh, sweater mm-hmm. pullover, and it's by Woolen Bricks. It's free on Knitty, and I am still working on it. Okay. I have, like, no motivation to put, to, like, finish the the sleeves. Hmm. Like, I'm almost done one sleeve, but it just seems that the more I knit, the less I knit. Like, I'm just, like, knitting. I'm like, oh, I should have a lot of progress. Nope, I've done, like, an inch. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm at the skinny part of the sleeves. Like, could, ugh, could you like set yourself, hole. yeah, like a row, a row goal. You know, every night you put on ten rows. I could try, but then I just find an excuse not to do it. Oh, okay. See, I'm I'm very much for small goals. Oh, I usually am, but with this, I'm just. I think I'm just gonna have to put it away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write on the pattern where I'm Ooh. at, and then I'm gonna because I don't ever do that. <laughs> That's <laughs> bitten me a couple times. Um, and then I think I'm just gonna put it away for for a little bit. Work on something. Maybe I'll just cast on a bunch of things mm-hmm. and then come back to it. Mm-hmm. Because when I cast off my other one, my shawl, I just sort of felt empty. Like yeah, I get like, that. Oh. Like it's almost like project or it's finishing remorse. It is. I'm like, okay, well, I finished it, and I, I, yeah, I felt great, you know, and I blocked it, and I felt great about it, and then I was like, well, now what? That is so me. Like, all I still the time. I still have a, a sweater put on, but I don't. Let's be honest. I don't want to work on it because it just seems like it's going nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. And it's strange because you just rip through the body. Yeah. You rip through the cowl. Oh, yeah. Like, the that was easy. That was, like, The nothing. hard part was, e- hey, there's got to be. sleeves, and I'm like, oh, my God, these sleeves. <laughs> They're just not ending. Three-quarter length sleeves. One slightly oh. longer than the other. <laughs> I'm going to start a new style. It's called a three-quarter length sleeve on one side and no sleeve on the other <laughs> side. And that's the new style. Asymmetrical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's but I don't know if I would say put it away unless you get that weird guilt no. when you see a project that you're not working on. Oh, no. When I say put it away, I mean leave it on my desk where it's already been for the okay. last week and just leave it there and not touch it. That's my putting it away. Okay. When I put stuff in time out, it's like it's dead to me. Oh, no. I don't do that. <laughs> no. I have stuff all over the house that I look at and I'm like, I should finish that. <laughs> look, I can cast this <laughs> Look, I'm going to start this pattern. Because... This pattern is new and exciting. Yeah. Oh, man. So my other project is, I think it was last week I was talking about, or two weeks ago, the clap of tea that I had started out right. of lace weight. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. totally dead to me. Oh, yeah, it's gone? It's totally gone. It's not happening. Yeah. So I still wanted to try the pattern because, you know, 20,000 people can't be wrong. So I actually... Oh, yes, they can. <laughs> yes, they Everybody can. Everybody fails together. So I actually cast it on out of um, some Volmiza, Volmise. Yep. Sock weight? Yeah. Yep. That my uh, husband bought me back from London, so. And how's that going? Is it better? Way better. You like the way it looks way better? I like the stitch. I just. Definition. Yeah, I like a strong fabric and... And the magic doesn't really happen until you you drop... Get to drop that first row of stitches and then it's like... And it's... Gaps open and you can see what it's supposed to look like, and it's like potato awesome, chips. Awesome. Until then, you're kind of like, kill me now. Yeah, yeah. God. That's cool though. It's and it's kind of my in front of the TV knitting. So some people use the 
the stitch that you drop, you purl that stitch so that you can feel it as you're working across. Okay. I'm more of a, a stitch marker. There yeah. we go. Stitch yep. marker person. So every time that you do the knit through the back loop, some people purl. I like to knit. And then knit through the back loop again so that those two side stitches stay nice and tight. Right. So it's a free pattern, so I don't mind giving away the right, right, right. some of the magic of it. But it's it's really clever, and I can't wait to see what it's like. Cool. But it, it does grow. Like, yeah. when I first did it, I was like, I don't think this is going to be wide enough for kind of a, a scarf as opposed to, like, a full-size stole. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's totally, it's awesome. Oh, nice. So totally recommend everybody do it if you haven't already done one. I, I, there's a group on Ravelry that people have done, like, five or six of them. What? I know. <laughs> it's like, that's I, a level of commitment right like, there. Like I said, I, I've done two socks. And, I mean, I've done, like, a bazillion vanilla socks. Mm-hmm. Not bazillion, like four. <laughs> Maybe I exaggerated a little bit there, guys. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Um, and But that's because it's easy and I don't have to remember anything. And that's mm-hmm. like my purse knitting, right? Like bring it to class, whatever. Yeah. But I just, I've never knit the same, oh no, I lied again. No, I've knit the fish hat twice. But those were gifts. Yeah, those were gifts. So I've never knit something for myself twice. And I'm just like, nah, okay, this is done, and moving right along. What <laughs> Don't else? look back. Nope. Keep going forward. So what else are you working on? Um, okay, well, so while I was in this weird zone of nothing, mm-hmm. I decided, okay, so for Christmas, my stepmom bought me some yarn, and she bought me a hank of Spud and Chloe that came with a pattern. Okay. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Decision made. Don't have to think. Mm-hmm. Wind up the yarn. Cast on the hat. So, Okay. I looked through all my circular needles, and I don't have the 16-inch size that they want. Mm -hmm. Somehow. I don't know how that happened. And I was like, well, I don't want to go out. I'm feeling lazy. So (laughs) And I knit tightly, so I'll just cast on the largest size, and I'll use a slightly bigger needle. Like, the next, literally the next, like, Have we had a podcast something about hat size and gauge well then (laughs) yes yes i might be known for my hats and gauge problems so then i was like well okay so i looked up the pattern on ravelry and i Mm -hmm. looked at all the ones that had project notes okay just to see you know maybe they'll tell me oh this hat is big this hat is small turns out this hat apparently knits up quite small like freakishly small like there's people that are like yeah it doesn't even go on my normal size head i'm like oh Hmm. Oh. Like even the large size. I'm like, oh. Anyway, so I started knitting. So I didn't feel bad about starting this on a bigger needle. Yeah. And it was literally like a 0.25 up. Okay. So I didn't feel too bad. And I'm knitting it, and I'm on like row three. Because, you know, <laughs> that's how much I'm really into this hat. <laughs> and I, and it just, it looks gapy to me. Like when I look at it and I imagine it's going to be stretched over my head, it just mm-hmm. looks wrong. So... Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to scrap it. What's the fabric supposed to be like? Like, is it supposed mm-hmm. to be a fairly... Like, when I think it, hat, I think substantial fabric. Keep my head warm. Yeah. Canada, people. It, it doesn't look like... I mean, this is not like a minus 30 hat. Okay. This is like a minus 10 hat. You know? Okay. Warm, but More breezy. stylish as opposed yes, to it's a lace. It's a lace hat. Okay. There's lace holes in it. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not a minus 30 hat. <laughs> and that's okay. Because it's not always minus 30 here. But when it is, you know it. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. So 
It's also in timeout on my desk. I should mention I have a very small desk in my basement. <laughs> With a very large pile of knitting. It's got a large pile of knitting on it right now. <laughs> and soon I'm going to run out of room. And it's just going to migrate, I don't know, to my, to my husband's desk, oh, I man. guess. It's probably uh, a good segue into when knitting <coughs> goes bad. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How about I start the when knitting goes bad? Okay. Because this is a personal yes. devastation yes, for me. Yes, it is. There are rumors, and I will say that they are actual rumors. I think Jen needs to have a 12-step program. There are rumors. Well, I went to the Nitpicks group on Ravelry. Yes. Saw a note that quite possibly the, all the fleecy <gasps> sock yarn was on sale. Not, so I was like, oh, yeah, on sale. And then followed quickly by possibly discontinued. No. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to say I kind of cried a little bit inside. Yeah? Part of you just died? Yes. So there are still some colorways left if you need <coughs> to stock up. I highly recommend that you do. I personally have a reasonable size stash of the yes. stuff. Reasonable. <laughs> Re- it's reasonable, yes. It's reasonable, yeah, for somebody that's purely addicted. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to let everybody know. Are you fighting the urge to buy more? I know. It's <coughs> the colors that are left... I'm not crazy about. Ah, uh, that makes it easier. And traditionally with Felici, the colorways are limited edition. Yeah. Once a year, they get a schwack of stuff, and that's all they get. And right. this is your colors for yeah. the year. So I'm hoping in my little heart that this is what's happening, is they're getting rid of the old color lines to bring a new color line But you in. have that impending doom. But I have the impending doom that the base, which is part of what I love about it, is going to be gone. No! Well, there so you stock go. Up. Stock up now. Yeah, keep Do your fingers crossed. If all the knitters in the world keep their fingers crossed, that the Felici base will not be gone. Yes. Run. <sighs> Do not walk to your Nitpicks website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Order your Felici before it's too late. Before I get it all. Before Jen orders all of it. Oh, and then her husband man. wonders why there's a giant box of yarn at their house. Oh, he wouldn't wonder. No. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. I know. I, you need a 12-step The program. poor guys had to bring yarn back from me from all over the place. Yeah. When I yeah. found out my mom was going to uh, my cousin's wedding, I was like, oh, I should look up if there's any yarn stores. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm not going there for yarn. I'm like, well, you could. Just in case. You, you could. You want to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you could go. All right, what's your knitting attacks? Oh, well, I just feel like I'm stuck in the knitting twilight zone. Oh. Like, I have a lot of yarn. And I, yeah, I can respect a sizable yarn And stash. I have a lot of patterns. Okay, you that's know, what like I a, don't have. Like a so decent nice. selection of patterns. And books and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I even have yarn that I can think, oh, that would look good with this pattern. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have, I either I can't make the decision to just do it and cast on, or I just can't even motivate myself to wind up the skein of yarn into a ball and cast it on. Like, I'm just like, oh, that'd look good. Yeah, next. Oh, that would <sighs> look good. Yeah, ne-. and I just don't know. I feel like I'm in this weird, like... That's how I always feel, and it's like we've changed spots, and I, I'm in, like, cast on all the things, and you're doing the, oh, I really liked my last project. I wish yeah. I was still working on it. Yeah, but but at the same time, I have no remorse over finishing that project. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, I'm so happy that it's, that it's done because it looks great and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to blame the winter. I mean, I know it's the been nice. of the winter? I know it's been nice this week. Mm-hmm. This week. I should, I should mention that nice, when I say nice, it's been above 
the zero freezing. degrees yeah. Celsius. It's been like five degrees. It hasn't been like 25. No. I'm not wearing a bikini outside. It's been like, oh, it's five degrees. Yay! <laughs> I can wear a hoodie instead of a winter coat. And I did. I totally went to the store today and I wore my hoodie. It was a little chilly, but I was, I was determined. I was like, I am not wearing my coat. I'm wearing this hoodie and that is it. Yeah. So, oh. um, and I think it's, I'm just like, oh, you know, like I'm just getting over that. Ugh, of you winter. Need some lace knitting in springtime colors. Yeah, I should. Or you can borrow my loom, my tabletop loom. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down tonight when I bring my computer back downstairs, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pick some patterns. I'm just gonna cast something on. Okay. And I'm just gonna like cast two or three things on. I'm gonna cast on another pair of socks because I've also got socks that I'm sort of working on. Mm. Eh. Bleh. But not for me, and I'm not especially motivated to knit them. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the lazy knitting podcast of and, last week. <laughs> so I'm just going to cast on like four or five things, and then mm-hmm. I'll have something to work on. And and you can sh- you find one of them will will, will get you. click. You know, try the hitchhiker again. <laughs> All right, maybe I will. You should. I'll just drag that out. Yeah. I Take should. your wildest yarn that you th- love but can't think of anything to do with. Okay, I'll give that. that a try. All right. I'll do it. Because it's awesome. I'll do that. And I think you already have the pattern, right? So I do, I do. I have the pattern from like years ago because I tried it in a sugar yarn. A sh- what? It made out of sugar cane. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Must be the fiber and not the actual yep. sugar? Really? Yeah. 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 How did it knit? Like cotton? Yeah, a lot like cotton. Okay. Um, yeah. But, it was, but it's softer than cotton. Okay. <clears throat> What about using the yellow one that your mom got you? Uh, it was only 65 grams of it. Ooh. It's only a 65 gram skein. Mm. That's really going to limit you. Yep. Yeah. Maybe I'll give a kid a hat. <laughs> Somebody with a very small head. Yep. The cat. Rat the cat yep. got a hat. Well, I could do a baby hat, too, out of it. Like, I don't have to use that pattern, right? Yep. I mean, that was just convenient. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, whatever. But I could always just do a baby hat. Yeah. Or two just baby hats. Grab something wild. Cast yep. it on. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Okay. All right. Stuff I'm watching on the internet. All right. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So I finished watching The Bletchley Circle. It's a series. It's a current series, so there's only like two ep- two um, seasons of it on Netflix. Okay. And by seasons, I mean... There's three episodes in each season. Oh. But it's really, really good. I thought BBC seasons were usually a bit longer than ours. I don't know. Mm. What can I tell you? Pilots. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's a BBC series. It's a, It takes place in post-war London, mm-hmm. post-World War II, I should specify, I guess. And uh, it's about these women. They knew each other when the war was raging because they were all decoders at this place called Bletchley House. Okay. Basically, they were like intercepting messages from the from Germany. Okay, yeah. And they were like decoding it and using the Enigma machine and all those cool. crazy things. And like, yeah. The, and but then they had to sign the act that they're not allowed to tell anybody about it. And now it's after the war, and they have to like the, all they can tell people is that they did secretarial work. Oh, so they're all like, and this one woman is like super bored out of her tree. She got kids and a husband, and she's just like, wow. She's to like go this, from that kind of action, she's like this genius. Yeah. You know, they're all like super smart, and she's like, ah. So, anyways, they start solving murders. Really? Yeah, it's really awesome. Really, <laughs> it is so awesome, and they have to like sort of 
screwed around how they know all this stuff you know oh. like so it starts out that there's a serial killer in london and this woman has been tracking his progress right and it's like yeah. oh you know and goes to meet with um one of the higher ups in the police scotland yard right and mm-hmm. she's trying to explain to him and he's like well like how do you how do you know that? this right yeah. well she's sort of it's really interesting i don't want to give it all away because i was a secretary <clears throat> yeah. wink wink yeah and uh it's really interesting. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. and it's super cool to see something about especially about women after the war that are not just like, oh, you know, life is so hard. Life is so hard, yeah. you know, they're actually like doing these crazy things. Like and I mean it gets pretty crazy and I'm like this is an awesome show. <laughs> it's so awesome. Anyways, there was some knitting in it in the first episode, but it mostly looked like she it mostly looked like she feels like I felt knitting this week. Like two stitches and you're just like ah <laughs> time to pull out the spinning wheel yeah so it was really really i yeah the bletchley the circle. bletchley circle it looks so weird when you look at it it's on netflix yeah p.s that's how i found this and i'm like the bletchley circle like the name just does nothing for me and i was like all right i was bored one day i'm like ah, oh, it's bbc i really like bbc mm-hmm. i'll try it out so good really so even even my husband got into it Really? Oh, so yeah. Boys and girls. Nice. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, these women kick butt. <laughs> so, yay. Yay. So, what I, about you? Yeah, mine's not so much watching as listening. So, I don't know if I've mentioned on here before, but I listened to the Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast. Oh, really? I've, and it you is. You haven't mentioned that, I don't think. It is cool. It's two ladies, I'm assuming, out of the U.S. They have American accents, so. So yeah. yep. But they don't just cover topics that are, you know, U.S. based. Like the one I listened to today was the improbable escapes of people trying to escape the Holocaust. Oh, crazy! And stuff like that. And it's it's just like the neatest stuff. And what did they do? Disney's haunted house. What? And so they give you like the an education. In it, you know, hence the stuff you missed yep. in history class. Right. And it's just. It's crazy. awesome. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's based on how stuff is made and, oh, yeah, and yeah. that type of stuff. So it's really educational. I listened to it on the train and I just totally recommend anybody. They've got a ton of podcasts. Perfect. So if, you, if you've got some time to commit and you don't want to just, I don't, I don't want to say listen to fluff, but yeah. if you, if you actually genuinely want to listen to what you're, listening yeah. to and learn something it's it's amazing yeah. yeah cool that sounds neat like to the point where you're done listening and you want to google it nice because like, yeah no i want to know more about this yeah they give you enough where it's awesome but they're not going on so long that you're overwhelmed you're like and oh, it's, like in history class you're like okay <laughs> yeah. teacher whatever yeah. brain is full and the episodes are usually i think around a half an hour long so oh, perfect so you're not getting too much and it's awesome nice so, yeah so totally recommend people stuff you missed in history class right on and so repurposed yes I was saying to my, I was lamenting about the size of my purse. I usually carry, which is not small. I would like to say, <laughs> no. it's not okay. It's not huge, but it's not like a teeny weeny purse. No, you Bef- can. Before we carry on, it's yeah. a sizable purse. It's a sizable purse, but to go from my old purse, which was, let's just say, a I tote could, bag. A tote. Well, yeah, you know, I could fit my wallet my hairbrush, a water bottle, my full-size iPad, (laughs) 
my knitting projects, a pencil case. The kitchen and sink. Cal- and the kitchen sink. And it was awesome. But at the same time, once you've loaded all that stuff into there, it's heavy. So my husband was gracious enough to get me a purse for Christmas. And I was going, oh, I love the purse, but I kind of miss being able to pack around a whole bunch of crap. I miss being a hobo. <laughs> I do. When somebody said, oh, I really wish I had this, I'd be like, let me see what I have in my purse. Yes. <laughs> so I was lamenting the fact that I couldn't, I have a hard time closing my purse if I have a sock or a knitting project in it. Yeah. And so he says to me, why don't you use a carabiner and just attach it onto the outside of your purse? So attach the bag onto the, and just clip it onto your strap. Yeah. That's brilliant. I was like, isn't that awesome? And then I got to thinking, if you're a person that walks around and knits, yeah. or you have a lot of waiting time and you don't want to be dragging it out of your and purse. digging it out. Because my yeah. thing is that I dig it out, but of course it's all gotten buried by my other stuff. So now like <laughs> my wallet's falling out, yeah. my phone is flying. And it's snagging on yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, ah. And then by the time I'm done sorting it all out, I have to do whatever I'm supposed to do. <laughs> Oops. So to use the carabiner, like, because my project bags are the ones where you... How do I describe this? Drawstrings? Drawstrings, yeah. And perfect. I'm looking at Jen's hands and she's like... Doing the motion. She's doing the drawstring motion. <laughs> so yeah, so you would use that and clip it on your waistband. Oh yeah, like a belt loop or As something. As a belt loop, just so that it's... You still have it. You have freedom of motion. But you're not worried about it tangling on stuff, snagging on stuff. They, they used to do... Like knitters who did a lot of knitting had a thing called the gilly hook. Have you ever heard of the Is that hooks? like the belt thing where they would anchor <clears throat> their... No, no, the ghillie hook, I'm not sure where it attached on your body, but I'm pretty sure that's where you put your ball of yarn. And then oh. you just knit as you walked. Really? It, yeah. Can you imagine Speaking of things you missed in history yeah. class, the ghillie, <laughs> the ghillie hook. hook. Google is your friend. So yeah. yeah, so just, and I was thinking like carabiners, man, they are just awesome. My My dad's a rock climber. And so there's always a plethora of carabiners, you know, that are around. And then I'd seen somebody where they had used a big carabiner and they hooked it onto all their grocery bags and then used the carabiner as a handle. So as opposed to trying to loop all your grocery bags up your arm like we all do and strong arm it into the house. (laughs) Yeah, before everything breaks. Yeah. You can actually hook it all on to the carabiner and then just carry the carabiner and it takes the digging weight of your sh- plastic shopping bags. Wow. That's that's brilliant. Mm. Carabiners. Is there I've anything they can't do? Pinterest. Is there anything they can't do? Know. They save your life when you're rock climbing and save your knitting. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to worry about dropping your ba- your knitting bag on the ground. Which has been known yeah. to happen when you pull stuff out of which your Which isn't purse. so bad as long as it lands on dry ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calgary right, ground. Right now we're in melt season. <laughs> yeah, not I'd, so dry. I'd call it spring, but let's let's be honest. It's just melt season. <laughs> yes, because we're due for more snow. Oh yeah. Um, and so if you dropped it outside, like I'd cry. Mm-hmm. I'd cry. Mm, me too. That's awesome. Carabiners. Uh, I have yeah. to go buy some now. I don't have any. Surprisingly. M E C. And you can use all those like. You know, have you ever seen the novelty carabiners? Like, you could never use them for rock climbing, because mm-hmm. I don't think they'd carry much more than, like, two pounds. Yeah. They're like dog bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can use novelty carabiners for that purpose. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have to even use a very big one. You wouldn't have to, like, spend a bazillion dollars on something that would hold... Your a, body weight. A 200-pound man. <laughs> yeah. Right? Absolutely. Because 
if you're if you're knitting weighs 200 pounds you shouldn't be carrying it around <laughs> yeah you might want a trolley for that yeah mm. so oh, i'll have to go and buy some now yeah yay that's brilliant Peters. Yay. So I think that's it for us today. Yeah. Please join us at our blog, Knitting a Story, uh, .wordpress.com. Facebook, and we're Knitting a Story. And Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. Come and friend us, please. Yes, we- I love getting responses. And I yeah. love messages. Oh, I know. The IMs are I'm like, so nice. I'm like, we have the best listeners. I, I have a new message. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Click. And I try to respond in a timely fashion. Yeah. Depends, yeah. Depends on my life. Yeah, it depends on what our life is. But yeah, friend us. We'll friend you back. Then we can creep on your uh, your projects and, and you get inspired. And you can creep on ours. Yes. So I'm Beloved of Bast, B-E-L-O-V-E-D-O-F-B-A-S-T. And I'm Jen's account, J-E-N-N-S-A-C-C-O-U-N-T. Perfect. Well, have a great night. Talk to you later.